to another episode of Snacks in the City. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Snacks is back. Hey. You guys, today's a good day. Today is a good day. It's Sunday. Yeah. Fun day. It's fun, though. It is fun. It is fun. Because Sunday Fun Day started a few hours ago. An hour recording. And so we are really in our element. I am a... These are a few of my favorite things. Yes. And I'll, t- I'll tell you those sort of things. Anything that involves food and mimosas and then also me being able to be by you. <gasps> favorite. Oh, my God. You're too sweet. It's on our favorites list, you know? Um, so we've had a few mimosas. Just a few. Yeah, it's fine. We're feeling really good. I would say I'm in a... Soft, medium, tipsy. Same. And as Fergie said, a little party never killed nobody. Oh, I love that song. And so, how do you remember are you? how obsessed with Great Gatsby we were? Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to rehash the book and the movie. Both, because we are intellectuals. <gasps> That's beautiful. <laughs> um, I am doing great. That's good. How are you? I'm doing great too, you know. Um, I saw Brothers Osborne last night. Yeah, that looked so good. good. So, I'm still they looked so good. You and your siblings looked wow. so good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, living is easy right now. Yeah. You don't have anything to complain about. And, like, if you are a person who listens to this show often, you understand what a big deal that is. And if you know me personally, you know what an even bigger <laughs> deal that is. I feel like I could find anything to complain about and I can't think of one thing right now. High fives. Um all right, lead us into the top three, Brie. Okay, so um the top three honestly brings me great, great joy this week. Yeah. It is based on the holy trinity of my youth. These are all women that I look up to, I aspired to be, and I very much base any dramatic encounter I have off of these women. And the world is healing because they are all in a place of positivity. And I have literally never been happier to read a top three. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Number one, Paris Hilton is a married woman. I'm so happy for her. And while the dress was like a bit much in combination with the veil, I wish it was, that veil was beautiful and I wish it was like a sleeker dress. Mm-hmm. But you know what? She did. She looked great and I'm so happy for her. Same, same, same. But on the topic of the dress, I'm so glad you said that because I had the exact same feelings. I was like, wow, the dress, huh? It was an ode to her mother, Kathy Hilton's dress. And oh, I actually was scrolling through. Just well, then like, she should have gone with a simpler veil. Yes, totally. But when you see her mom's wedding dress, it's like the lace detail and the very extravagant veil. Her mom was also like, not that she's like, fat by any means she's just a regular sized woman but she was like very slim when she got married and so it just looked very sleek Mm -hmm. and so I think Paris's dress just had a little maybe too much tool involved because on Kathy the original silhouette of the gown is very nice like it's all that same like the turtleneck detail all the lace the very long gown but it's like the skirt is a little more sleek and tailored to her Mm-hmm. slimness and so it's not like too much Nikki Hilton Paris Hilton's older sister same thing owed to her mom's dress very similar lace detail the turtleneck um the like kind of a-line skirt but also a little bigger than her mom's 
but not quite as big as Paris. But I feel like that's Paris. It's big. It's extravagant. Yeah. She has now turned her wedding into a festival, though. Like, she got married, okay? She had a wedding, and it was beautiful. She did... We only have so far seen as the public two dresses. I have read that she had 10 outfit changes, but that could be just people guessing. Okay. I don't know. I have not seen pictures of more than two. I know that during the ceremony, she wore her beautiful Oscar de la Renta custom made gown to look like her mother's gown. I could never do homage to my mom because she had long sleeves and a cowboy hat. Whoa. Yeah. They, They were really in at the time. I mean, I get it. I get it. I could feel that and see that. But also, I'm just realizing right now, I've never actually seen your mom. It's wedding pictures. The dress actually fits my sister like a glove. Oh, but I, I will not be wearing it. Okay. Well, they both did the homage to the mom, and everyone was like, "Yeah, Paris's dress looks just like Nikki's dress. And it's like, no, their dresses look just like Catherine's That's beautiful. Dress. But it honestly is beautiful to look through the decades, like through the generations. It's, it's beautiful. Uh, but then she did change into like a short tutu-esque number Cute. for the reception. But now we're on like day three of the Paris Hilton Festival. Like then she had like a rave. Because, you know, she's a DJ. She's like a, a very rave. famous DJ. I mean, not here in America. She doesn't really play shows here. But like in Ibiza for all the rich people. Mm. And like, like for part of the year, she lives there and she DJs at all these crazy parties for like extremely wealthy people. And so, you know, she had like Claudia Oshry was there, Diplo, um, Nicole Richie was in attendance, which is a big deal to me. Yeah. Um, Kim Kardashian was there. Like all her friends from like youth to like random YouTubers that she's friends with now that are like these young up and coming, like wonderful people. Like, insane and I feel like she's doing a good job of keeping I mean it's Paris Hilton she is so well known across several countries yeah she's it is a three-day event now she there's literally a party happening right now there was one last night and also during the day yesterday her wedding was the night before like oh my god and she was wearing this like really cool hot pink dress number like it just looks so fun and I'm so happy for her me too so happy for her Keeping the happy ball rolling. Britney is finally free. After 13 years, oh legally, God. her That's conservatorship so is over, and she is literally a free woman. And it just, my grandpa told me that it is crazy to care so much about a person that you literally do not know. But, like, I teared up when I read that Britney was free. I was literally at work speaking with coworkers, and the E! News alert popped up on my watch, and I said, oh, fuck yeah in front of my colleagues and they were like what i was like Britney's free you got to do what you gotta do you have to express yourself you have to but also it's just Britney Spears didn't deserve any of what happened to her and so I'm just elated is the word that comes to me that's a good word I'm just elated I'm so happy for her and I am very very in line with the TikTok free Britney movement community like if she never gives me another song ever again, I wouldn't even mad at her. If she never does another show, she's free. She's performance of her life. life. I just want her to be happy. Something that makes me sad is like a lot of things that Britney has put out to bring us joy was like at her own detriment. Like she didn't have a choice. Like I personally loved Circus 
and that whole album, that whole era. And like, she didn't want to make that album. She didn't want to do that tour. Like she was forced. And that makes me sad because yeah. it did bring me joy as a fan. But like to know that she, she was to. like, yeah. somebody came to her house and made her get up out of bed each day and made her take these crazy medicines and like work all day. Like, that makes yeah. me sad. And so if she never gives me another club bop, I'll be okay. Yeah, she's given us some. She's given us her life. a lot. So. And so, you know what? I'm so happy for her. Hashtag free Britney. I'm so happy. I'm literally. You don't so have to hashtag free Britney. Anymore. Yeah, you're right. You're so right. Oh, it's so good. I'm so happy for her. Me too. And like, this one's a really big deal. I don't know what this one's going to be. Lindsay Lohan. Oh my god, what has a rom com coming to Netflix in early twenty twenty two and the lead co star is Cord Overstreet. <gasps> I love him. I know. Oh my god, cool. Good for her. Hopefully she's like I think that she's like okay. Time will tell. Because you know what? I was actually just rehashing her life, you know? because I, I I saw the news that she shout out my friend Coco Bean. She, she's the one who told me, which is crazy because I normally know everything first. And so that's stupid that she knew before me. I knew Court Overstreet but, was going to be in a movie. I and his, his co-star is Lindsay Lohan. Wow. And I just feel like I was just watching. If you guys don't follow, I've been saying it for weeks. If you don't follow Taffy on TikTok or Instagram, you need to. Right now, she does these deep dives of early 2000s pop stars Lit, like this, any starlet that was cool when you were an up and coming, like not child, like junior high and high school. Like think of the news back then. Like any pop star, movie actress, like anything that was cool. She does deep dives on them, like then and now, you know. And it's really, it's really interesting stuff because you always see it differently now as an adult than obviously when you were like thirteen through seventeen. So I just was rewatching um, Teffy's videos about Lindsay Lohan, and there was the infamous Georgia Rule, which is a great movie. But that's when Lindsay got into so much trouble, and she kind of got blacklisted. Like people didn't want to hire her to do movies anymore. So it was like Mean Girls happened, and she was such a big deal. Yeah, like the way that Lindsay has projected from child to adult, she should have been in a lot of movies. But Georgia Rule happened, and so nobody wanted to work with her. This one producer on the movie put out this letter. No, he didn't put it out. He mailed a letter to Lindsay telling her basically that she needed to get her shit together. She was um, <laughs> fucking up the movie, essentially, to put it short. Um, he sent her a letter kind of scolding her and was like, okay, you didn't show up to set at all today. And that costs hundreds of thousands of dollars. That fucks up everybody else's day. And your publicist or whoever called in for you said that you're not feeling well. When, like, today, TMZ is putting out videos of you being out at a club until 5 a.m. It's not acceptable. You need to get it together. Or we're going to take the necessary steps to kick you out of this movie. Because, like, you're fucking up the integrity of this film. It's a big deal. Because somebody at the hotel that she was staying at leaked it. And it was a whole thing. Then, obviously, movie producers saw it and were like, oh, I'm obviously not going to hire this woman who is Doesn't show irresponsible, she's not going to like, show up the set, all the things. So that's really when we saw her career take a tank. Georgia Rule came out so long ago. I never saw it. It's a good movie. She 
the part Jane Fonda. Is, yeah, Jane Fonda is a queen, and also it's just like a fitting part because Lindsay plays this like troubled teen, and I feel like at that point in her life, she had been in rehab several times already. Like she was troubled, so it was really fitting. She played it well. It's a good movie. Uh, but then after that, she really wasn't in. I think she did one more movie, and then we did not see her anymore. Yeah. Um, and so this is a big deal. It's been a long time since she's put out a movie. And so the fact that she's done it, it's filmed, it's happened, it's actually going to come out. It's not just a rumor. And the fact that we didn't hear anything right. bad. Like, I am I feel like she's on the up and up. But also, Cordover Street, Trouty he's Mouth. so hot. Trouty Mouth. Oh, my God. I love, I love that. And so that's the three. And I oh, feel like good. That was a good, happy, uplifting moment. And I'm really happy for all these women. I am too. All right. And now we're going to get into the topic at hand. Um, we are, I mean, you will only be familiar with this if you've watched Sex yeah. and City. We're talking about the Zaza Zoo. Zaza Zoo. And to me, the Zaza Zoo is what makes the world go round. It is. And, you know, if you're not familiar with the original um, source material of the Zaza Zoo, it's when Carrie first first meets Burger. <laughs> Burger. Always. Jack Burger. And she was just really, she really, really liked him, like, just upon first even seeing him, not even speaking to him. And it's just like that lovey butterflies feeling when you just want to be with someone. Yeah. And honestly... The thing about the Zaza Zoo is, like, you either have it or you don't. It's not something you can talk about or, like, build up. It's it's, it's either there or it's not. Yeah. And what's crazy about the Zaza Zoo is, like, I feel like it's an, to me, it's an instant feeling. It's, like, you see a person and you're, like, oh. And then they speak to you, and that just intensifies. And yeah. then it's like, okay, I'm locked in, and this is, I'm here. And you don't have that. With I, You don't. You know, you don't have that. But I think sometimes that. you have it upon upon first meeting somebody, and then, like, as you get to know them, you're like, oh. Yeah. That you, was just infatuation, which gets me into, like, always confused infatuation with the Zaza Zoo. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, no, I love, I love him. <laughs> we have the Zaza Zoo. Like, that's what, and then. No. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about the Zaza Zoo. You can have it. And you can lose it, but you can't not have it and get it. Yeah, yeah. You can't make it. Like, you have it, and it stays, or you have it, and then you get to know them, and you're like... It's gone. Actually, I just I just She's thought gone. they were hot, so... Yeah. Um, and I think... So, when you get married, some people say, like, well, sometimes that goes away. I think it will ebb and flow. Totally. Right. But if it never comes back, then it's like, at least I'm hopeful that it stays. Well, so to me, or not which, it stays, but like, oh, this is back. such a toxic example. But I was just talking about this with my grandma. Okay. Because my grandma is in her late 60s. My grandpa is in his late 70s now. And, you know, obviously when you. You start getting up there. Your love, your life, it all, it all starts changing as your health starts to ebb and flow. Um, you just, like, enter these different phases. And, like, sometimes my grandparents just, they bicker. It's literally never fighting. It's just bickering. 
but sometimes they bicker so hard and I'm just like what are you guys okay like are we are we good here like is everything okay and my grandma's always like yeah I think like as you settle into your love and comfort with someone over the years like sometimes when you're upset like it's just a bicker we're fighting over ketchup you know it's like right. little tiny things and it's like my grandpa bought the wrong brand of ketchup my grandma was like are you crazy are you it's like you just settle into this level of comfort and she was telling me like what the thing about it though is like when you have like that's how you know you've married the right person is like no matter what my grandpa could drive her crazy all day any day and so some days that looks different you know but the thing that never goes away is like she'll just look at him and know like she still has that feeling like he lights me up in here. Like I'm still so what like grateful that I met him and we were able to just like be together and stay together and all like she's my mom's gonna be seventy soon and she's still just like so happy that her and my grandpa decided to get married and they're still together. Like yeah, and there's something And I feel like when you're like there's times like my grandpa will go in the kitchen and kid like pinch her butt and she's like, I'm quit it like so cutie flirty and they're like old now. Yeah. And I feel and like because they still you marry, And it may not be constantly there, but exactly. it's there. Like, I mean there are times in their marriage where like my grandma would like sleep in the guest room because she just was like I I am so angry at this man, I can't even sleep in the same bed as him. But if you marry the right person, you'll get through that because you have that. I feel like the Zaza Zoo is like this deeper, like, little soul connection or something. I feel like that's like so deep and like <laughs> dramatic. But when I look at their marriage, that's really what I feel like. That's what keeps them together. That's what keeps people together. I think so too. I think you you gotta have it. You have to. Like, I can't imagine. So I this is so stupid, and I feel silly talking about it, but like. My last serious relationship, I feel like we had a really good, like, a really deep Zazazu. Like, I, from the minute I saw him, I was like, oh, my God, that boy is, wow. He is so cute. Like, it, I never saw him ever, and then I did. And the first time I ever saw him even speaking to one of my coworkers, I was like, why would you do that to me? Why would you talk to him? Why would you to speak him? to that girl right in front of me? He was literally just asking her something, like, work-related. But, like, my feelings were hurt that he didn't ask me. And I didn't even know his name. Like, I didn't actually care to date him. But I, something was, like, feeling possessive. And, like, I still – we literally do not speak. <laughs> I still feel that towards him. Like, if he were to marry someone else, I'm going to be that girl on TikTok. Have you seen that TikTok? Yeah. Like, your ex is engaged. And she's, like, sitting in her shower screaming. Kind of, That's going to be me, I think. Like, yeah. I literally will not speak to him, but something in me is so, like, drawn to him. I'll be like, why not me? Yeah, you know? that's the thing about the Zazazu. It's like a drug. And I feel like you have that with, you know. It's just like, even though it's not you, it's still, something is still there. Yeah. And it's not, it can't be one-sided. It's not the Zazazu if it's one-sided. Yeah, totally. If it's just one-sided, then it's infatuation, which is... Where I live. I live there. I live there. I live also. there. Like, I thought I had the Zaza Zoo with the man I mentioned in that last episode that I met at Country Club. I really thought that we had the Zaza Zoo. It's we, so annoying. We don't, because it, it was just me. Yeah, the Kirkland brand of Zaza Zoo. 
But you know, it's good for the moment, but not for the long run. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm hopeful that even like your grandparents and my parents, like something's keeping them together. And I'm hopeful that the Zaza Zoo is something that's lifelong. Like I, I was listening to another podcast and I'm like, no, like I never get butterflies anymore. I don't want to live in that relationship. Yeah. So then that's to me, like, of course you can make that work. Sure. A hundred percent. But like to me, then you didn't marry the right person. Yeah. Which like, I am in a place, I'm not dating anybody new. So all my examples are old, but like, I don't, I, in general in life, I don't date much. Yeah. Like, I've only dated a handful of men, but, like, I feel like each one I've had, like, we've had just this, like, okay, something's happening here, and it's very deep, very quick, and it never went away ever. And not that I should, like, marry any of those men. Like, you know, not necessarily in that realm, but, like, I think if I were to marry any of those men, that I have dated, I, no matter, I mean, my ex-favorite ex-boyfriend, I met him when I was 13 years old, and I feel like until this most recent terrible, big, crazy falling out that we had, I have always felt, like, no matter what bad happens, my feelings for him of, like, love and attraction and all those things always were kind of at the same level. Yeah. Like, he could do something really horrible to me, and I was still, like, anytime we would, like, rekindle, I would, I would just forget the bad so easily. Because it's just, you know? Well, it makes you do crazy things. And I feel... So I've heard. Of course, that's, like, some of it is toxic. But you should still, like... What's... Words are failing me. Blame it on the champagne. But, like, mm-hmm. he would do some fucked up stuff. <laughs> and I would, like not talked to him for months and then we would like hang out because he would he was a creeper and would just like show up outside my house and be like I am in your driveway can you please come out here and get in my car and talk to me and I'm crazy so I would I would do that I was like yes it's absolutely not weird that we have not spoken in six months and you are now sitting my in my driveway be right out but then we would like sit and we'd go on these long car rides and like at first, you're, like, cold because your feelings are hurt still. You're like, well, you did that to me. You yeah. did X, Y, Z to me, and I'm upset. But then it's, like, you get past the hard talk, and you just get back to, like, an actual conversation. Like, then it's, like, that same connection is still there, and it's, like, okay. And I feel like as much as that maybe sounds toxic, I think that it's just real life. Like, that's what makes a marriage kind of go. Like, you can't marry someone and then be with them for the rest of your life and like nothing bad ever happens like they're going to make you angry or upset right and so like you have to be able to have a good enough connection that you're going to be able to get past that and like get back to like being cute and flirty and like yes i completely agree you know like you can't have the beautiful love story of like we're celebrating 50 years of marriage woohoo let's ring the bell like you in 50 years and no fights you gotta fight about something. And that's how you know you don't care. Like, there was a guy I dated <laughs> we were, the first time we got into a bad fight. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not. Yeah, because you you know when it's not worth it, then you're not gonna. We were just texting about how, like, what did you say? You were like, 
I am aware this maybe makes me sound crazy, but like, I will literally always love this man. Yeah. Always. Like, it is not going to go <laughs> go away. Maybe like it doesn't have to be an act of love, but like, it's there. still there. And I would bet big money he feels exactly the same way because anytime I've ever seen you two speak, I'm literally always staring at you two like, wow. Yeah. Like a movie. You know? Yeah. Like, that's some Zazazu if I've ever seen it. It was. But you know what? Not not for him. <laughs> uh, all right. Now we're getting into the freaking production. Please. Sound more thrilled. Michelle's season, I will say, is... They're clearly just like cranking out slowly, making up the craziest, just random little dumb drama. Chris, Chris asked, I wish he was going home. I wish he why? Was why? I think Nate did nothing wrong. I don't think he's Nate just did being confident. Anything. It's just like I'm gonna get a one on one. It's only a matter of time. Well, there's or a difference whatever. between like being hopeful and speaking things into existence and like being cocky. Like I think exactly he's just what, sitting on the couch and they're all talking. But I think exactly what Chris S was fighting against he was doing do you know what i mean like in his confessionals he was like i'm gonna get a rose and i'm gonna laugh in ollie's face and it's i'm gonna uh, yeah, wink at him and give him that stupid speech right, because he's a pussy i feel like what's that um you know when people are like shoot my aunt used to say it all the time it's like the the loudest one will always fall the hardest mm-hmm. like the person who's like in the fight like clapping their hands at you and yelling and like yeah puffing up their chest and like they're the one. They get one punch and they're dead forever. Yeah, and he was like stepping up to Nate, and he was like, "Are you gonna put your hands on me?" And Nate was like, "No." I'm literally just talking. Also, their height difference is so funny. <laughs> yeah, when Chris was like, "Oh my god, are you gonna put your hands on me?" I was like, "If he did, literally, he just has to, to put his pinky on your forehead, and he could keep you away from him." Yeah, and also when none of the guys talked to her on that date, I would have been that like, was fucking crazy. Late? I had a very popular tweet. I got like a lot of likes. Like a lot. The men should feel embarrassed. They should. Embarrassed that on the world's most popular dating show. It's not even a show where it's like, let's put in a bunch of men and a bunch of women. And they just have to duke it out, see who falls in love. Yeah. That is not the case here, okay? You are in a group of 30 dudes. Well, not 30 anymore. You know, we've whittled it down. But still, 20-something dudes dating one woman i can tell you this if i was ever to be on a season of bachelor never not what no i would be the girl to be like oh nobody's paying attention to him let me just i don't give a fuck about right. the teddy bears the snacks it was i'm insane. going over there to talk to that man the fact that they were all like just hanging out and like making the teddy bears and the cotton candy like sure that is all fun and cool but, like, go grab Michelle and say, what kind of cotton candy do you want, baby? Right. Why the fuck is Michelle standing in the corner by herself crying about it? Why are you punching her- each other's stomachs? I did like to see that. I didn't. I was like, this is stupid. Well, I liked seeing Olu's body, and so I... I don't like him, though. I do. He has, like, a real alpha male energy. He's not going to go far, but... Um, like, his days are for sure numbered. If he makes it two more weeks, I'll be surprised. Yeah. But something about him is... But then he did have a soft side and, like, yeah. Brian had a good yeah. moment with Michelle, so... Time will tell. 
I'm a little tell. But these boys are, they're like immature. They are immature. Nate is hot as fuck though. And Joe. And Joe. And Rick. He's so, I like Rick he's too. awkward though. He is awkward. But, but I think that he's him. really up her alley. Yeah. Um, but you can, well this week, well yeah, you can follow us <laughs> on Twitter at snacks underscore in the city. You can follow us on Instagram at underscore snacks in the city. You can follow us on our, our personal handles on all platforms are our <laughs> <laughs> at Maddie Grissetto and at Brianna underscore Irene. And with that, snacks out. <laughs>